Uh, today's reading is from Acts chapter 7, uh, starting at verse 54 and going to chapter 8, verse 8. When the members of the Sanhedrin heard this, they were furious and gnashed their teeth at him. But Stephen, full of the Holy Spirit, looked up to heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing at the right hand of God. Look, he said, I see heaven open and the Son of Man standing at the right hand of God. At this they covered their ears and yelling at the top of their voices, they all rushed at him, dragged him out of the city and began to stone him. Meanwhile, the witnesses laid their coats at the feet of a young man named Saul. While they were stoning him, Stephen prayed, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. Then he fell on his knees and cried out, Lord, do not hold this sin against them. When he said this, he fell asleep. And Saul approved of their killing him. On that day, a great persecution broke out against the church in Jerusalem. And all except the apostles were scattered throughout Judea and Samaria. Godly men buried Stephen and mourned deeply for him. But Saul began to destroy the church. Going from house to house, he dragged off both men and women and put them in prison. Those who had been scattered preached the word wherever they went. Philip went down to a city in Samaria and proclaimed the Messiah there. When the crowds heard Philip and saw the signs he performed, they all paid close attention to what he said. For with shrieks, impure spirits came out of many, and many who were paralysed or lame were healed. So there was great joy in that city. Morning everyone. We're going to be looking at that passage over three short chunks today. Let's pray and ask God to help us now. Father, thank you for your words. Please would you speak to us now. In Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I want to start by telling you a story about when I was playing football at Bible College. There I was on the right-hand side of the pitch, running with the ball, when towards me was coming the defender. But it wasn't any old defender. It was my mate Pete. Now the thing you need to know about my mate Pete is that he is massive. He's built like a tank. He goes up there forever and he goes that way forever. Look, there he is. He's huge. There he is in his army gear, isn't it? And there he was running towards me, closer and closer and closer until BAM! Eventually he ran into me and he absolutely flattened me. It was pretty funny. Thankfully I wasn't very hurt. But he helped me up, he apologised, and then he said to me, Rich, you need to know two things about me. I can't turn, and I can't stop. Well, we're going to find out today that the good news of Jesus, God's word, is a bit like my mate Pete. Not because it can't turn, but because it can't stop. God's word is unstoppable. Now, you could say that all that we've seen so far in Acts kind of teaches us that. It's not really a new idea. But this passage tells us that God's word is unstoppable, even when people make our lives 
bad and sad. You see, this short passage reminds us that we will face people against us. People will try and make our lives bad and sad. But before we think about us, we're going to look at all the ways people back then made life bad and sad for the Christians in Acts. And the first way is pretty horrible. It's murder. Murder. Chapter 7 tells us about this man called Stephen. No, not that one. A different one. And Stephen was talking about Jesus. In fact, he was saying that the whole Old Testament really points to Jesus. But the religious leaders who were listening, they hated Jesus. And so they got really, really angry. Chapter 7, verse 54. When the members of the Sanhedrin heard this, they were furious and gnashed their teeth at him. But while they're being angry, Stephen calmly looks up and he has a vision of Jesus in heaven. Well, this makes the leaders even more angry. At this, they covered their ears and yelling at the top of their voices, they all rushed at him, dragged him out of the city and began to stone him. That's pretty bad and pretty sad, isn't it? Well, the next thing we see is scattering. Up until now, God's people have been together. But that's about to change. Chapter 8, verse 1. On that day, a great persecution broke out against the church in Jerusalem. And all except the apostles were scattered throughout Judea and Samaria. It's not safe for them anymore. They all kind of run away to different places. Some of them are on their own. They're lonely. They're isolated. That's pretty bad and sad, isn't it? And the next thing we see is grief. Chapter 8, verse 2. Godly men buried Stephen and mourned deeply for him. Stephen was their friend, their brother. They loved him deeply. But now he's been killed. They're going to miss him. There's so much pain and grief going on here. And also, he was one of the chosen seven, a key member of the church. And they've got to carry on without him. It's really bad and sad. And then the next thing we see is the destruction of the church. You see, we meet a man called Saul. And Saul wants to stop and silence the church. Chapter 8 verse 3, but Saul began to destroy the church. Going from house to house, he dragged off both men and women and put them in prison. Saul is calculated and cunning. He goes from house to house, breaking up meetings, taking people away, stopping them talking, putting them in prison. It's pretty bad. And pretty sad. Now I know those videos were kind of a bit funny to watch. But in real life this really wasn't funny. It was horrible. People around them were making the lives of the Christians bad and sad. And yet look at what happens. Chapter 8 verse 4. Those who had been scattered preached the word wherever they went. Philip went down to a city in Samaria and proclaim the Messiah there. I like 
Jesus is keeping his promise that he made in Acts chapter 1 verse 8 to spread his unstoppable word to Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria and in every part of the world. You see, God's word is unstoppable. His scattered people start telling other people the good news of Jesus. The badness and the sadness can't stop God's word from spreading. And so look at verse 8. So there was great joy in that city. All the badness and the sadness they'd gone through, and yet they rejoice. They're really happy. Woohoo! Why? Well, because God's unstoppable word still spreads. Do you remember my mate Pete? I could not stop him. And maybe you're not that surprised by that. I mean, after all, look at me. I'm pretty puny and pathetic, aren't I? And he's huge. But the things that people in Acts were going through were not puny and pathetic. They faced some really big things that were making their lives bad and sad. And yet, God's word is unstoppable. God's word is unstoppable even when people make life bad and sad and that's still true today and so what we're going to do now is go back through the story again and look at those four things and think about what they mean for us do you remember the first one it was the horrible murder of Stephen now most of us won't be facing anything like that anytime soon but there are Christians being killed all around the world because they love Jesus Something you could do at some point today is to get hold of a globe or a map and then pick some countries. And once you've found some countries, look up online what life is like there for those Christians and pray for them. We must pray for our brothers and sisters to be faithful like Stephen was. But even as we hear of horrific stories of these people dying for following Jesus, have confidence that even though it is bad and sad it won't stop God's word from spreading because God's word is unstoppable the second thing that happened in Acts was the scattering now here's something else you could do providing you've got your adult's permission why not get a box of things all together they could be soft toys or or Lego or or plastic balls like I've got get them all in one place and then Throw them everywhere and watch them scatter across the room. Well, maybe you feel like one of those plastic balls spread all over, just like the scattered Christians in Acts. Maybe you feel cut off, lonely, isolated from other Christians, especially now during lockdown. Or, or maybe you know that you're the only Christian in your home or at school or at work. And that can be hard, can't it? But please know that it can't stop God's word from spreading because God's word is unstoppable. In fact, in Acts 8 verse 4, God uses the scattering of his people to spread the gospel. Trust that God can use you in your different places too. God has put you where you are so that you can speak of him. The third thing we saw in the passage was the grief of those who loved Stephen. Why don't you take a moment to think of a Christian, maybe someone from church, 
who's no longer around and who you miss terribly. If you've got someone else in the room with you, why don't you talk to them briefly about that person? It's really sad when we remember our dear brothers and sisters in Christ who have died. We, we love them and we miss them. Perhaps some of us thought at times, oh, how that they were such a key member of our church, how are we going to cope without them? But remember, God's word is unstoppable. And as soon as Stephen dies, we read about Philip. God raises up others to do his work. In the midst of our grief, trust that our loss won't stop God's word from spreading. And then the fourth and final thing we see is the destruction of the church. The destruction of the church. I don't think in Acts Saul is going around destroying actual buildings. And I don't think we'll face that either, although some Christians face that around the world. But no, I think the way they're destroying the church in Acts is by stopping them and silencing them. And we still, and we still see that today. Christians being told off just for standing up for their beliefs. People saying, oh, you can't say that. Really? You're not allowed to believe that anymore? And maybe one day it will get harder for us to actually meet together. And not because of COVID-19. But let's remember that God's word is unstoppable. And so his word will keep spreading. And his church cannot be destroyed. So what does all this mean for us then? Well, like the people did in verse 8, we rejoice. Woohoo! We rejoice. Because even if people make life bad and sad for us God's word is unstoppable we rejoice because however bad and sad life gets God will still make sure his word spreads and we rejoice because God might even use the badness and the sadness that we go through to help other people hear about Jesus and God's word the good news of Jesus is like my mate Pete God's word is unstoppable. You can't stop it. There's no chance. God's word is unstoppable, even when people make our lives bad and sad. I want us to finish by looking at the story of Stephen again, because the story of Stephen reminds us that people will be against us. But the story of Stephen also gives us great hope for when people are against us. Chapter 7, verse 60. Then he, that Stephen, fell on his knees and cried out, Lord, do not hold this sin against them. When he had said this, he fell asleep. This is extraordinary. Just like when the Lord Jesus died, as Stephen is killed, he prays for those who are killing him. And the really cool thing about this is that the very next verse, we're told about Saul, the one who's in charge of all this killing. And Stephen's prayer is answered in the life of Saul. God doesn't hold Steve, uh, Saul's sin against him. 
Instead, God forgives Saul and Saul becomes Paul and God uses him to eventually spread the gospel all over. You see how God's word is unstoppable. Imagine if we prayed for those who are against us. Imagine what God could do for the gospel if that prayer was answered. That even if he doesn't, there is still great hope for us in these verses. Chapter 7, verse 55 and 56. But Stephen, full of the Holy Spirit, looked up to heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing at the right hand of God. Look, he said, I see heaven open and the Son of Man standing at the right hand of God. In the Bible, Jesus is normally seated in heaven, but here he's standing. Imagine you've got some friends coming over to your house, and there you are in the living room, and the doorbell goes, ding dong, what do you do? Well, you probably don't stay in your chair, do you? You get up, and you go to the door, and you open it, and you welcome them in. Well, here in Acts 7, King Jesus is standing because he is ready to welcome his faithful servant Stephen into his heavenly home. Imagine what it must have been like for Stephen on that day. And the good news for us is that even if people make our lives bad and sad, God will make sure that all of those who have trusted in his unstoppable word will have the same future as Stephen. And so like Stephen, keep being faithful. Keep proclaiming the good news of Jesus, knowing that God will be at work because his word is unstoppable. And rejoice, knowing that even if people make our lives bad and sad, as they come against us, the worst they can do is send us to be with Jesus. And our King, our Saviour, our God, will welcome us into his heavenly home.